0: Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is our Round 3 Reaction Pod for this week's Arnold Palmer Invitational. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter, KP. I'm catching my breath, man. This was a day. If you're on YouTube, I'm doing the Bryson on 6,
1: just pointing. (laughs) There it is. It was... was, uh, (laughs) It was it was an awesome day. I so I watched all day on Thursday. I was out for something on Friday. So I didn't watch I didn't see anything on Friday. And then I came back I come back on Saturday and it's like I don't know how you could draw up a better sort of lead into Saturday afternoon and then the eventual outcome on Sunday. I mean we got Speeth, we got Westwood, Rory's sort of hanging around, Bryson's just mashing all over the yard it's it's phenomenal fleetwood is there we go we got it we got this up on twitter producer jacob or on uh if you're watching on youtube we just got bryson pointing to the heavens as
0: his 194 mile an hour ball speed off six carries what was the carry on it rick uh i thought it was three oh i don't know a 60 something i can find out <laughs> something like that it was, it was <laughs> how about this let's start here i
1: th- i want to i want to know what you think about this Bryson is a goober. Like he just does all these, like, just I mean, yep. there's not there's not a better word to describe
0: him. Uh he's I think he's become has he become likable? So here's the problem with Bryson is he is very likable when things go good for him. OK, uh, OK, when things go south and he gets into an argument with a cameraman or he has his caddy block a camera or he said like it, when th- you can't you can't have it both ways. If he's like this all the time and he can be a little bit self-deprecating, like imagine if that ball goes in the water after he's thrown his hands up in the air or something <laughs> like that. Like, I don't know what his reaction. I don't know what his reaction would have been, KP. But like so in this moment, he is very likable. But there is a a sample of times when things go sour that he gets sour.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. I I was thinking about, he did this interview in uh, when he was playing in Europe to start the year and it was about the equipment stuff. And he was really, he, I mean, he did his like science thing or whatever, but he was also really thoughtful about it in a way that I was like, Oh, that's, that's kind of endearing. And I feel like Mm -hmm. you've seen moments like that where it's like, "Ah, do I actually, do I like him? Do I not? But I think you're right. I think like when he does the thing at Memorial and it's all like, I still think the whole thing is a little bit of um, like he's sort of a a self parody at times. And that's probably his primary um, allure for people like us who are creating content.
0: Whether he is likable or not, that's one conversation. He might be, and Jordan Spieth might be the other guy, the most entertaining guy on the PGA tour. Whether whether it is the bombs, the fire ants, the arguments, the comments, the pressers, like he is, we say he's a content machine. He is an unbelievably entertaining human being slash golfer. It is interesting because you've got all the you've got all these guys that we talk
1: about all the time that like if they're on the leaderboard. And sometimes if they're not, and it seems like stuff just always happens, like stuff just always happens to Bryson. And you're like, well, that doesn't happen to Richie Wierenski. Is that because I don't see him on the, on the leaderboard and on the, on the broadcast? Or is it because of some, uh, some other, I, I don't know. It is, it is weird. And it's fitting that, like you said, two of the guys that that is the most true of are, they were almost paired together on Sunday. That would have been, oh my God, that would have
0: been. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have plans for Sunday, but like I would have canceled every plan (laughs) and done whatever it takes to watch the the entirety. I mean, we're just, I mean, we're just gonna for the first time in first cut podcast history, we're just gonna skip the guy at the top. We'll get back to him in a second. Let's just put a cap on on Bryson here because he shoots a 68 on Saturday. He's one shot back off of Lee Westwood's lead. Obviously, what he does at number six, which is he takes a line that nobody took. I still stand KP uh, that he was not trying to drive the green. He took it line that was much more aggressive than we've seen probably ever at number six at bay hill and he probably could have driven the green uh with how far he hit it but he in fact did not try to drive the green
1: yeah i think that's right <laughs> um he, he what i i don't have the numbers in
0: front of me how how short was he was it like 40 yards short 60 you're so, look like his like his next shot like he was he yeah. was like 60 yards in but like 60, the camera okay. angle, the way it made it look, looked like it probably could have landed on the front edge of the green if you took that line. So, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, and I don't know that he's ever. I think it's just easier
1: for him to say, "Yeah, I'm going to drive the green," even though that's not like the the way that that shot is set up. It 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 doesn't like it's very right. dumb to actually try and like hit the stick. Essentially, like right. you you like your miss. Like you you want to give yourself at least a little room for error off to the right. Cause you can't go left. Right. Okay. We can see it here. I mean, look how, look how like you're, you're if you're actually aiming for the pin. So this is, yeah. this is up on YouTube and you miss at all, like left or short, like you're it's over. Right. And so I, I think the, I think the landing area is actually where he, I think he hit it. Ex- like you said, exactly where he was aiming for.
0: Right, you you could never even hold the green. So if you're going to be over the green, you might as well not take on all the risk and just have you know 40 yards in or 50 yards in. He had 59 yards in, is what that number was.
1: But this is the, I mean, this is the deal. Like this is the future, right? Like this is what 20 guys are going to be doing in in 2028 at 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 Arnold Palmer. At wow, we've got video on here. Uh, no, we don't. Sorry about that, producer. I had it.
0: Priestor sure Jacob was killing it there for a second. He's, um, <laughs> that was awesome.
1: But it's just it's it's so um, his what he does, and we've talked about this a billion times. It's such it's such an advantage when you have sixty yards in on a par five. When and it's not just this. We have been focused on the six hole. He did it on what ten. He's done it on so many different holes this week, and he's gaining what what his strokes gain number off the tee is just a joke. He's averaging the field. Uh, he's, 5. Point eight.
0: he's two shots clear of everybody else in total.
1: Yeah. So Sung Jay's second at, uh, whatever that is. I 3. 8. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's been super impressive and, and, you know, the thing for him is just all about what happens at, cause he's normally drives it this well or close to it, but he's actually hitting his irons pretty well this week. He's given himself birdie and, and Eagle opportunities and taking advantage. He, he, I mean, We talk about Rory at this place. Bryson is killed at Bay Hill. He's been awesome here.
0: Yeah, he absolutely has. The guy he's going to try to track down on Sunday's Lee Westwood, who is one shot clear thanks to a Saturday 65. And KP, the last time he was in a final group on Sunday at any PGA Tour event, The 2013 Open Championship. That's the year Phil won it. Westwood finished T3. So here we go again. Westwood, and I think he would break a lot of records or at least be in like top five, you know, oldest guys to win on the PGA Tour, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. He's, what, 47? 47. 47. That's, I mean, I guess Phil won it 49 or 48 or whatever. So it's not... You know, it's not preposterous. Uh, we've got we've got a little uh, kind of a podcast battle going on, by the way, because we've got Andy Johnson over at Shotgun Start. Uh He's he owns he might I think he owns Westy Island, and then obviously I have just loads of property on Spieth Island. So we've got we've got so, a, some
0: what happens island- to these islands when 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 they win. Do they, do they come back to the, like, is it like a Pangea situation? Do they come back to the larger <laughs> landmass? Like what? Like, I don't understand. A re- I guess it'd be a reverse Pangea.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What does become <laughs> Speed Island if he shoots 64 tomorrow and wins by two? Like, do we just, do we, do we celebrate? Do we build a fire? Do we, I don't know what we do. I want to, I, I, I enjoy Speed Island. So I want to, I want to stay there. Has has Westy ever won on the PGA Tour?
0: Yes, twice. Um, he won the wow. Listen to this. Two, okay, so he has forty four professional wins, two of them on the PGA Tour. The nineteen ninety eight Freeport McDermott Classic. Remember that one, KP? That was
1: brilliant. Oh yeah, I podcasted after that one too.
0: Yeah, the, our reaction pod that that week was phenomenal, <laughs> uh, and the twenty ten St Jude Classic in which he won. A three-way playoff with Robert Garrigus and Robert Carlson.
1: Okay, so, so it's been so twenty years. Twenty ten was right before the right before the Pebble Beach U.S. Open, because that's always or that was always right before the U.S. Open, right?
0: Uh, I think that's that right. right. Yeah, that sounds I don't, right. I
1: don't, I don't remember. I didn't remember the the Memphis win. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's. He's an awesome ball striker. And, you know, we were talking before we came on, this Bay Hill has been, you you see it happen. And I think, you know, especially if it gets windy tomorrow, you'll see it even more. The greens were, they got bouncy late, right? Like, and, and, he, and it wasn't, I don't think it was super dry or windy or anything like that. Um, I know, I mean, there was even a little bit of rain or precipitation. So that's where somebody like Westwood is going to just, absolutely thrive is if it gets bouncy if it gets windy you know that that's his that'll be his deal i do i do get concerned (laughs) like if he's got a bunch of four footers that he has to you know as as andy said on twitter earlier this week kind of steer into the hole that's not going to be a that's not going to be a pretty sight
0: no it's not uh apparently someone in the chat token tea times does remember that event in memphis in 2010 because robert garrigas quote, puked, tripled the 72nd hole, I guess to even get into that playoff. So there you go. There's some some good uh, St. Jude classic knowledge from the chat. Um, Corey Connors is the man who went into Saturday's round with the lead. I was pretty impressed with Corey Connors. You know, it's very easy to kind of get lost in the mix with what Bryson's doing with what speed is doing with everybody flying up the leaderboard. Rory was at the top when the day started, there was just a lot going on. And when the dust settles, Corey Connors shoots a a one under 71, he's one back and he's still in the mix of it. And this is what I think Corey Connors is really dangerous KP, which is like, no one expects him to win. Just no one. He, He should not win this golf tournament. He can go out and just freewheel this thing.
1: Yeah, he uh, and again, great ball striker, right? Like that's that's what you're seeing at the top of this board. And that's not that's not unusual, obviously, at a golf tournament uh, to have the best ball strikers rise up to the top. But I think it's especially true at at a place like uh, like Bay Hill. I think I think he's fascinating tomorrow if there's weather. Now, he's putted it really well this week, so you and I are always kind of dodgy on that. Like, is that good? Is it bad? Like, you never like with somebody like him, you never know when it's going to kind of fall off a cliff. So uh, I think, I mean, I think he's going to give himself a chance. It's just whether or not he can take advantage of it.
0: Uh, Greg was very much on the camp of, uh, you know, these Bermuda greens are a lot flatter. This kind of helps those hashtag team. No putt guys, Corey Connors, Keegan Bradley, both in the mix. Westwood, also not a great putter. Right. Yeah. So um, it, it's, well, and Connors.
1: It's- Connor's won what Tex, Texas Open,
0: yeah. Valero two years ago. Is that Bermuda? Do I know? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, it's got to be All right. Just, uh, no, it could be bent because it's in uh, I'd have to look, I can find out for you. Uh, I'm just uh, wh- throwing
1: you under the bus on a, on a <laughs> that's live okay. show. It's great, that's
0: okay. All good. While I get that, let's let's do this. Jordan Alexander, oh, gosh. Beef. he made let's let's just do is this. That a, uh, is that his middle name? Yeah, I looked it up earlier <laughs> so so that I could do that bit right there.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: Um, he makes birdie, ace, and hits his ball in the water all in his first five shots of the day, Kyle. I mean, it, we know he's entertaining, but t- uh, th- this is next level. And, and the magic that this guy has is uh, bottomless. It's a bottomless magic pit. It's unbelievable.
1: It, well, it's almost like every time you think that he can't ratchet up the entertainment value, he t- <laughs> he t- he takes yeah. it up an, another another level, another notch. I mean, to go birdie birdie one water, and you know, but somebody put, oh, I think Nolan Up pointed it out by the fourth hole, him and Rose, who were playing together, were separated by fifty positions on the leaderboard after th- after three holes, and yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't he didn't finish great, but man it it just uh, i think i'm i don't i don't know that he's gonna win on sunday he probably won't i mean the odds when you're in the position that he's in where you're what two back with you know three guys ahead of you and fleetwood and rory right behind you your your odds are not very good there he's probably got data golf probably has him at a i don't know seven percent chance something like that maybe less maybe more eight point three there you go um so he's probably not going to win on Sunday, but I think that I, I think I'm prepared. I'm not going, I'm not stating this. I'm not a, this is not an official statement, but I think I am v- very close to being prepared to saying that he is like, this is, this is the, this is it. Like he's, he's back. He's, this is Jordan Spieth is fully formed back to where he should be. and, Yeah, that's not that doesn't mean he's gonna win three majors again in the future, but it does mean that like this is this is gonna be who he is going forward, which if we get this for the next any amount of time, that's phenomenal
0: it's getting harder and harder to argue with. I mean, he's just in great form. He's doing it with the irons. The The drivers actually cooperated to an extent uh, this week. Real quick, Valero, Texas Open, TPC, San Antonio. That is champion Bermuda grass. So there you go. Corey Connors loves himself some go. Bermuda. It's funny because Jordan Spieth is now going to be Two shots back, he shot a 68, his best round of the week, Kyle, and he described his round afterwards as "quote leaking some oil." It was like yeah. that is that's pure Spiethian leak oil all day long. Shoot a 68, your best round of the week, be two shots back heading into Sunday.
1: Well, the thing I go back to though, and you mentioned it, so I looked it up his last 15 rounds. So starting with round two, because we didn't get round round one measurement at Tory because he was on the on the. North Course, so starting with round two at Torrey, uh, he's been positive strokes gained with his irons in twelve of them, and that's the whole deal. Like that is that's that's just the whole thing for him. And there's going to be bad days off the tee. Um, he, he, I think he can get it to where it's passable, but if his iron play is awesome, like it has been this week, like it was in Phoenix, like it was for the most part at Pebble then the short game is good enough that he's going to he's going to figure out how to score right you can't you can't score if you're if you're leaving yourself 43 feet from the hole like people are like oh well he just makes but you don't you can't make those butts like that's not a real thing but when you're when your proximity is you know 35 feet 33 feet whatever the you know as you're kind of inching down that's the point where you see some of the magic from Spieth where he can score and that's what we've seen over the last 2 months and and so i i'm i'm pretty close to being able to to put the stamp on it and say that he's back he
0: just needs to give himself 18 25 footers around <laughs> and he will make he'll make enough of them cuz he'll make more than everybody else like it, does it's it really but does weird. doesn't
1: like 31 feet lead the tour in proximity to the hole like in that yeah. probably so that's if funny. you're 25 feet, you're going to, you're
0: the best <laughs> if, iron player on tour.
1: <laughs> I guess if they're all 25 footers, though, that's not great.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, that, that's the other thing. Most people don't realize I, I quick tangent when you watch golf on Sunday and the guy hits like a wedge to 15 feet and the announcer's like, Ooh, that's a B plus no, like that's like way better than tour average, but yes. we're, we're spoiled. Cause we only see the good shots on, on
1: yeah. television. So that's a
0: great, uh, that's a great point. I've never thought about it in that. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That's good. Love it. Uh, Qu- quickly on Rory McIlroy. Um man, we we I, he just can't figure this out. You know, he 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 opens up with a Thursday 66, he goes rounds of 71, 72, and Saturday was uh pretty atrocious on approach. He had, he had wedge in hand often or short iron in hand and he did nothing with it. He lost two and a half strokes to the field. He was one of the worst approach players of the entire day.
1: Yeah, and th- and what happened on Saturday is why you know, when we were talking before the tournament and and Mark was so bullish on him and I, I agree, like Rory, like Mark said, rolls out of bed and it's the top 10 at Bay Hill and it probably will be again this year. But I just I, the the sharpness with some of his iron play, it's just not there, you know, and, it, and he'll he'll catch it for a round and you're like, oh, what, you know, is this it? And then it's not. And it, it I don't know, the consistency with his iron play just hasn't been there like some of the other guys at the top of the board. So I, I mean, Saturday is disappointing, I thought.
0: He does. He did more head scratching with a a short iron in his hands than I've seen him doing quite some time here on Saturday. He was the only only golfer inside the top 10 who didn't who didn't break par.
1: Yeah, isn't that what you I mean, is that not what you expect from him right now, though? And and I don't mean like, like we is unbelievable, right? Like he's going to go out and shoot a he's going to finish T six this week. And you're like, did he even play good? You know, and that that's a sign of somebody who's really, really good. But is it your expectation for him right now? Like, I know he might shoot a 65 on Thursday or Friday, but I also I I don't expect him to kind of boat race everybody. Like, like sometimes I have expected in the past. Is that where you're is that where you're at with him?
0: Yeah, because we now almost have a we have nine months of him being what is essentially. Slightly better than tour average with his, with his irons and his wedges, which is nowhere near what he was before the shot. He was so much better before the shutdown. So we have nine months of that. We also have plenty of anecdotal evidence when he goes over to the European tour and he's the, he shoots the round of the day twice in the same week and doesn't win the golf tournament because his other two rounds, he can't put anything together. Like, yeah, we are getting a much larger sample size of this now, almost a year's worth of Rory McIlroy doing seemingly the same thing every single week. Yeah and it's 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 confusing because he like you said he's shooting
1: the round of the day twice and losing by it's like five, five strokes or whatever he lost by
0: that's almost yeah. impossible
1: it's it's it is
0: weird it's
1: like he 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 it's almost like he's so good that he he struggles to scrape something together on the days so where he doesn't have it because it 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 it's befuddling why he would not be this you know that what like why this would ever happen and so I know that's like that's a dumb take but it's sort of the, there's
0: not a lot of ways to frame it that make a ton of sense. I agree. I agree. Something something's got to give uh, for Rory at this point and, and and now and now the tour's too deep and all these guys are too good for him to win with like his. B minus stuff for the week. It's it's good for a ton of top tens and a ton of top fives. But unfortunately, Rory doesn't get graded on top fives and top tens. No, but again, he might got
1: he, he might shoot sixty three on Sunday and win. I hope he does. Like that, that would <laughs>
0: could you imagine? Could you imagine four back? He wins this golf tournament heading into the players <laughs> next week. My God,
1: that would be that would be. Oh, well, he did it. He uh, sixty four in what
0: twenty uh, eighteen when he won
1: here. Yeah, I think he shot sixty four on Sunday. What, do we, can we, uh, producer Jacob, can you throw the odds up there just so we can look at them?
0: Yeah, here we go. It's time for that anyway. So Bryson DeChambeau one shot back is your betting favorite. Thanks to our friends over at William Hill. He's two to one Lee Westwood, who is one shot clear five to one to close out his first PGA tour victory in 11 years. Corey Connors, six to one speed seven and a half to one. And then we get to the double digits and, and you don't get a great deal on Rory. He's 11 to one and four shots back. He's yeah. six, six, shortest odds here
1: yeah i don't love that fleetwood is god fleetwood's number uh odds aren't aren't very enticing either he's three back and 10 to 1 fleetwood hadn't he's number one on the pga
0: tour uh correct yeah and he's and he's coughed a couple up here in florida i think too in the process
1: (laughs) yeah i don't i don't really like any of these do you I feel like usually I see a couple that I kind
0: of like, and these are just <laughs> the the only one I would bet is Corey Connors. Um, he's one back. He's won before. I think that he gets to sleep. He's not in the final group, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be Bryson and Westwood, Bryson and Westwood, and then Connors and
1: uh, Connors and Keegan. No, that's is it. Connors and I hope it's Connors and Keegan. It is Connors and Keegan. Keegan was was uh, finished way before Speed.
0: That is, then, I think Spieth and Fleetwood, which is it, is, it is Spieth and Fleetwood, then jazz and Doug Gim. How about that for a fourth group? Um, yeah. So, so Corey Connors, who has won before, who is a ball striking maven, who is uh, unfortunately riding a hot putter, but he only needs to do it for 18 more holes, uh, flying under the radar. Nobody expects him to win six to one is the only guy I would bet. I don't love it. I don't, he's probably not going to win, but that's the only one I would actually pull the trigger on of the, sh- of the short guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. Speeth is just I, I don't he would just be terrified. He's not even fun. It's just a it's just a you know haunted house for four straight hours.
0: Um Terrell Hatton, by the way, best player in the field over the last two rounds. He's gained 10 and a half shots on the field. Unfortunately, he opened up with a 77, or else he would be right in the mix here, too. Yeah, he lost four strokes putting on Thursday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not good. That's that is not good, but yeah, I mean I don't can you can you bet uh top 10s
0: after round 1? Um, yeah, some books will let you do that. I don't know if William Hill offers them. He he and I, and have I, won't, been great... and I won't name another for contractual reasons. <laughs> yeah, thanks.
1: <laughs> he would have been a great uh, like top 10 finishing the top 10 after round 1 because there's no way he
0: was going to lose four strokes putting again
1: (laughs) yeah so yeah i don't honestly like i usually like at least one if not two of of these on here and i just i don't like any of i mean i i might i might like day at 60 more than i like any of the first seven guys that's actually not bad
0: he's played well is he at what's he at six under no yeah he's five he's five back yeah that's not bad that's not bad. Um, next day could be interesting too. He's played well. Uh, anything mm. else before we get out of here? Three rounds complete with the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Hit me.
1: Uh, Producer Jacob's about to hit you with uh, a new special from our guy. Well, first cut. I don't mind the first cut. <laughs>
0: I forgot about that. I'm so glad you remembered that.
1: <laughs> a, a ring-in endorsement. I don't mind
0: the first cut. Neither do I. I hope that everybody is, listening feels the same. That is generally I think the reaction we get to this podcast. I don't I don't <laughs> mind it. <laughs> like if it's in the feed and I've listened to the other three or four pods I like better, I don't mind this one. That's a that's that is an endorsement. I think we should we should we should get credit for that. For sure.
1: Yeah. It's we should put it on we should put endorsed by Jordan Speeth on our
0: Twitter profile, everything. Jordan Speed cannot stop talking about the first cut. The guy gives us a soundbite nearly every single every I mean, single week.
1: He can't stop talking. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the 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 uh drop that he had on uh 16, the par five. Or not the drop, but when it how when it was that, uh,
0: how did that stay was that the one that like how did that stay out? Of it like water? bounced was that
1: a- it, it bounced backward. How? <laughs> or like straight up because the way the rough was uh, maybe Patty Reed was in the pond and threw it out. Uh, the the way the rough was, was matted, you know how like sometimes it's, it's, it's running against you. So oh, it, it you. almost like hit it and then bounced back. But he oh. just talked through the whole thing. He he's, he's talking about, well, that's a terrible shot, but you know the the lie was worse than I thought, and then I can't give myself forty feet because I can't make the putt. And you're just like, "Oh my gosh! Like, how how is how does he have this much energy throughout
0: a round?" I always like when he's like, "Um, uh, that was that was worse lie than I thought, Michael. Like, you always like calls out, Michael. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. just so we know who you're talking to, so it's not as crazy if he's just throwing it out in the ether. He's actually yeah. talking to somebody. I always love when he does that.
1: Totally, <laughs> and it's like it's like when I you're hedging. Like I do this with my wife where I'm like, (laughs) um, I I can't think of a great example. Like, Oh, I I tell her like, Hey, you know, somebody invited me to play, uh, to play golf today, but I'm not you know I'm not gonna go like i don't I don't have to tell her that, but I'm doing it to get credit so he's doing that with Grower to where he's like he's like uh, oh, that was a worse <laughs> lie than I thought, so the grower will will think that it's a better shot than it looked like right
0: <laughs> he's building up brownie points with his caddy so that he can re- so he can redeem them later <laughs> Uh, it's uh, so I good. love it. It's gonna be a fun It's gonna be a fun Sunday one way or another producer Jacob thank you very much doing all the hard work behind the scenes that right there that's Kyle Porter you can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS you can follow me at Rick Ron Good this has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.